0: You know, of course, if there's casting splinting or something involved or athletic trainers are generally doing that unless they're busy and then I'm doing that. Um, we have a guy that does our durable medical equipment. So um, someone needs a brace or someone needs crutches or a walker or something like that. They'll go in the room and show them how to use it, get them using it, and then get them out the door. So, yeah, it really is a team, team effort um, for sure. So,
1: yeah. Dealing with joints as much as you do, um, I know as a health coach, I see a lot of issues regarding both chronic and acute uh, inflammation. How -hmm. much does that play into what you see with a lot of folks that maybe come in to see you that have uh, these severe joint issues? Um, How much does the inflammation factors play into this?
0: Oh, huge, huge. Um, I don't think people realize, you know, even like osteoarthritis is a very inflammatory condition. So um, when people are getting this osteoarthritis pain, and I explain that to them, and they're like, well, I just started having this pain like a couple days ago. And I've probably always had arthritis, I didn't form that a couple days ago. So it's a big discussion that this is more of an inflammatory thing. And you're having an inflammatory response to the fact that you have arthritis in your knee. Um, But then also like acute injuries and stuff that's major, like whenever people have like, big meniscus tears or they have acl tears or um, even like their collateral ligament tears your knees tend to just balloon up you can kind of almost spot it from them walking in you know something is going on internally and that is an inflammatory response in itself um, so kind of explaining that to the patient that okay this is why you have so much fluid in your knee um, is because you know your body's trying to this it's trying to wash out the problem so inadvertently you're just pocketing all this fluid um that is a problem for people because that will limit your range of motion that in itself is super painful especially if you know maybe the fluid is more blood related that is super super painful to a joint um, so yeah the inflammatory thing is huge and i have patients all the time that um ask me about recommendations for some, you know anti-inflammatory methods that are um, not like medication, not like taking NSAIDs. You know, we'll talk about turmeric. Turmeric is a good um, kind of a natural anti-inflammatory. Put it in your food, take it as a pill. There's lots of things you can do with that. Um, and just icing in general is really good. Um, anyone that has an inflammatory problem should be icing rather than heat. I get that question all the time. Um, so, you know, there's a there's a bunch. And then when we just can't kick it with some of these things, then, you know, incense are certainly an option if it's good for the patient. Um, but that's usually kind of our first line and, and kind of explaining to them why you're having this inflammatory thing and why we treat it with an anti-inflammatory is um, pretty helpful to them.
1: I believe that our broadcast might have got started a little bit late on uh, Facebook. So again, if we did, I apologize to everybody. But again, we've got... Sam Belvin with us. And of course, Sherry, uh, we already mentioned again that you guys are related with as a um, niece and aunt and, and in a relationship. And that's really cool. Uh, but as we move forward, you know, talking a little bit more about um, this whole issue uh, in regards to how you treat your patients, uh, what really got you started? You know, what, what, what drew you to this field, Sam? Why, why did this, uh, what, what's your calling here?
0: Um, well, honestly, my biggest inspiration sitting, I guess she's, for me, she's...
1: Aw. hey, you. She's roof, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, just seeing, like, um, her job just seems so cool. I knew I wanted to do something in the health field, have that, like, just passion to kind of make people better. That I mean, that sounds so cliche, and people say, oh, I just want to go into medicine because I want to help people. It's, it's so silly, but it's so true. Um, and, you know, it's like deep rooted, like, I don't know if anyone's ever taken like an Enneagram test, but I always end up being like the helper, the healer. Um, so it's just kind of like, in my core to just like, see a problem and try to help people fix it and and kind of do it as a team effort. Like, I love that. I just love that. So Uh, In school, it was mostly just about finding like what path I wanted to take. Um, Initially thought maybe going um, to medical school was where I wanted to go. But I kind of had a little run in with um, someone that taught me about PAs and what they do. And so I was like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting. I like I like that. I like that a lot. So I did my own research. Um, Unfortunately, so I went to Mizzou. And they didn't have a um, a ton of resources for PAs at the time. So um, the guy that had I had met through like a shadowing, um, almost like a volunteer thing, we were doing at University Hospital in Columbia, um, he was like, "Oh, I, I kind of want to start like some sort of a program or something educational on our campus because we don't have that." And I was like that's, yeah, you're so right. And he's like, would you want to help me with that? And I said, okay, maybe, probably. And let me do some research on my own, make sure this is what I want to do. And then we can kind of move forward. Because I felt like if I didn't know anything, I cannot help teach people (laughs) how to be a PA or how to get to PA school. So did my own research, helped get that little, um, little thing started, which was neat, brought a lot of PAs in, got to listen to a lot of PAs talk, um, and just kind of furthered that, like desire to do that. Um, And Applying to schools, I went to Stevens College Physician Assistant Program, um, which was great. That was in Columbia. We were the first year of the program at the time, which was um, kind of exactly what I wanted. Like that kind of helping to get something started, like that. That was really fun and exciting because I had just done that in undergrad, so I was like, oh, this will be great. I- I feel well prepared for this. This sounds like exactly what I want to do. So chose to go that route. And, you know, now I'm here, um, as far as orthopedics goes, um, I kind of had some top choices just based on like how I did my rotations. Um, I had lots of different specialties that were interesting to me. Um, admittedly I was not as, I just didn't know as much about orthopedics. Um, it was probably maybe three on my list. Um, but I had this amazing job offer that I it's like, you know what, let's, let's see how it goes. And I love it. Like I just took a job. You um, can get into that, but um, I'm moving here shortly. And so I took another job in orthopedics. So I did not know that I was going to like it this much, but I do. And I think it's just because it, um, you know, some patients are different, but you know, we get a lot of athletes, a lot of people that are physically, you know, they do physical things and get hurt doing them. And then it's fun for me to help them get back to that because I also like doing physical things and I would want that same Thing for myself so um kind of get to relate on that on that standpoint with my patients so i like it it's good
1: well before we get into that next step about where we're headed or where you're headed uh let me ask you in regards to like your your current situation i guess what would be the th- the, the thing that's been the toughest for you to, to overcome through maybe your education or the job itself what are, what are some things, I mean, as much as you love it, what are those things that are just kind of tough right mm-hmm. now? Yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't think, um, how do I put this? So in school, we did not learn so much about um, how insurance would play a factor in our patient's care um, and how tough that is and how um say, I want to do this for my patient. I want to um, order an MRI, I want to order um, a CT scan. I want to, um, you know, get them this specific brace. Um, there is some, you know, pushback sometimes from insurance companies. Um, and that is the hardest thing because one, it takes a lot of time um, to call in and, and, and kind of give my case for that. And I'd be the one doing it because I was the one that prescribed it. So that takes some time, especially in our urgent care. Some you never know what's going to walk in the door. Sometimes we have pretty easy days that are you know we only get a few patients trickle in and then some days it's a lot so those days where it's a lot and you need to make those calls to those insurance companies that that part that was a huge hurdle so just kind of prioritizing like my time for that um Learning how to, um, how I order things specifically and making sure if, if this specific thing was in my exam, that that goes into my note. Because a lot of times, um, you know, they'll ask, hey, did, um, was this positive? I'm like, oh, yeah, it was. Oh, well, wait, I didn't see that in the note. Oh, well, that should be in the note. So um, learning that thing, too, was important. Um, especially as like a new provider, even just coming out of school, that was important. Um, I'd I'd say that's probably my biggest challenge um, to that. And of course, I mean, with anyone that starts a new job or starts a new career, I'm just catching up to speed trying to get fast, um, trying to see people effectively and get them out in a a short amount of time. um, Super proud of pretty much nailed that. I can, you know, see a patient, treat a patient and, and move on to the next patient and not have this uh, huge wait time. Um, Anyone that comes to our group, um, you you know, you can even see on like our Facebook reviews, they're always so impressed by how fast we get them in and get them out and get them treated. Um, So that's, you know, something that took a little bit of time to make that possible. And then, you know, Oh,
1: Oh, that's fine. That's that's the real world, right? That's the, that's the real world. Uh, quick, quick question uh, in regards: You were an athlete, right? You were you played sports, still do, I think, right? I uh, love to play basketball and some other things. How did some of that parlay into your your awareness with uh, health and wellness?
0: Um, yeah, so I played basketball. Um, Luckily, I didn't have too many injuries, which is great. Knock on wood. Like, I never had anything major. Um, but, you know, of course, there were, like, little nagging things that, ha- that happened along the way. You know, like, had a really bad, like, Achilles tendonitis. And, like, I didn't, you know, now knowing what it is, like, I get that. But, like, at the time, I I don't know. I was just, I was just high schooler. I had no idea. I just knew my back of my ankle kind of hurt. Um, and so, you know, worked with someone there. And that was, I don't know, kind of just like shed light on like what those types of professionals do. So that was pretty interesting. Um, But I think like specifically how that kind of helps me moving forward is that I can relate to like a lot of these high school athletes. I can relate to that. I can relate to people that play this sport specifically. Like if there's a basketball player, you know, I can really, I can really get that Um, or just being really well informed on like, you know, maybe it's, it's throwing. I didn't play I played softball when I was really little, but really had, don't know much about softball. Um, but then just in the orthopedic realm, you know, learning like mechanisms of throwing, learning that there are there are stages of throwing and like learning and asking those questions like when and when does your arm hurt when you throw that, you know, is it lined up, are you accelerating or decelerating? what hurts, you know, so having that general like sports knowledge I think earns that respect from a lot of patients who get hurt doing sports because they're like, Oh, this girl gets it, she knows sports, she's sporty.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's go into it. Lots of things changing for you. The landscape is going to be a little bit different moving ahead. So why don't we talk about where you're headed in the next uh, few weeks?
0: Yeah. So I am moving to St. Louis. So moving to the other side of the state from Kansas City. Now moving to St. Louis. Uh, My fiance is a dentist in St. Louis in kind of the Chesterfield town and country area. If anyone's familiar, Um, he has been working there for a couple months um, now. So he'll be He's, he's well-established, ready for me to get there, and um, finally got a great job offer that I took, and um, I'll be headed there. Um, the new place, it's um, kind of on more of the Illinois side, and we're going to be, instead of being in an orthopedic urgent care, seeing neck to toes, um, I'll be just constrained to the upper extremity. So I'll be fingers all the way up to shoulder, which will be really interesting because, you know, that's probably, that's one of the more common things that come in is is the upper extremity. Obviously, you've kind of got two options, like upper or lower, but upper does come in a lot. So I feel pretty well prepared for that. But Um, It will be interesting. It's different. I'm a, you know, in my experience now, like I'm a sole provider in my clinic. I don't have like a physician that I directly report to um, every single day. I mean, I have a supervising physician, but if I have questions, I just choose whoever is, you know, the question would pertain to, maybe our spine surgeon or maybe our hand surgeon or whoever the case may be. Um, So now this will be interesting. Like I'll be working directly with a physician um, and I will be like his PA essentially. So um, when he's not doing i'll be doing so and that'll be interesting i'll get a little bit more surgical um experience too which i don't have a ton of so i'm excited to like get in the operating room and um learn about that and you know yeah obviously I had a lot of that during school but then those last two years not a lot of or stuff so that will be a cool change of pace i think i'm excited
1: What's, what's your thoughts on peripheral type care, um, maybe a uh, more functional approach with chiropractic care and some other modalities of, of um, therapy, what, what are your thoughts with that and how do you work together if you do with that, that type of approach?
0: Yeah, so we have a lot of patients that come in um, that seek care from, you know, like chiropractors um, are kind of the, probably the biggest one um, that we get. And you know what, my what I always tell patients is if it if it helps you, or makes you feel good, I like it. I like things that help you and make you feel good. Um, that's that's kind of my how how I see that. Um, but we do we work uh, we work a lot with them. Like you know maybe they will find something on an X-ray that they're concerned for because if you go to a chiropractor, sometimes they'll get X-rays to so take a look at your back or your neck or whatever the case may be um, and a lot of times they'll you know if they do see something that's uh, abnormal they'll want to get them into to see someone like you know a surgeon or an orthopedics who may have to do something about this may need a specific brace or something so um, we get that sometimes they'll essentially consult us or they'll send that patient to us because they're concerned um, or maybe they have done chiropractics and they've um, you know we're getting better over time but now they're getting worse and so they have concerns on their end so then they will send them to us to kind of see what we can do to help with this um certain patient's case so um, we do work with them um, you know not they don't we don't have any in our practice but mm-hmm. um, we, we work with them kind of on the outside
1: Gotcha. Knowing that uh, nutrition plays such an important role, especially as people age, uh, what's your thoughts with, uh, you know, that's sort of where I spend a lot of my my time and and my preparation with a lot of my clients in regards to nutrition approaches. And we already kind of hit on the idea of inflammation uh what what's your advice to uh, folks do you or do you even go there is that something that you would spin off to somebody else or is that something that you feel comfortable discussing with some of your your clients
0: yeah i mean it just kind of depends on the patient um and kind of like you know obviously we're in in like a walk-in urgent care setting so we Mm -hmm. kind of all Rolling a lot of times, patients will see us first and then we will get them triaged kind of to where they need to go. They'll be following up with this surgeon or this surgeon. Um, you know, so they, we don't always keep them, so it depends on what um, their treatment plan is. But if it's someone you know that I know that we may not see again, or um, someone that I think would benefit from that, or the patient has time to kind of listen and just, and kind of discuss that, or if they have questions on their own about that, um, then certainly we talk about that. Um, you know, I. People ask me all the time, is there like a specific diet or something like that? I mean, it, it really just depends on what works for you. It's, that's kind of a hard question. But I get that sometimes people want to know from a healthcare care professional what they should be doing. Um, you know, maybe we'll talk touch on just making healthy choices talking about portion control is huge um that's that's really huge so if we get on that that's generally probably majority of the time that's what we're talking about is like portion sizing um and kind of making better decisions because you know we'll even have patients that come into our clinic and they'll be carrying like you know like a burger king bag or something like that and we'll still have that discussion like after that you know Um, but you, you never know. You really, you really never know what's going to walk in the door, what their problem is, or what their question is, or whatever. But we do get that sometimes. Um, and it just kind of really, like I said, just depends on the patient on if we touch on that or if that's something I know will be touched on um, as they follow up and like extend their care.
1: What do you like to do for fun, Sam? I, I'm sure some of our <laughs> listeners and viewers would like to know a little bit more about you personally. What do you like to do? I mean, um, it sounds your, your enthusiasm for your career, your job is obvious. I mean, yeah. we don't. But what about, what do you do for fun?
0: Um, I like I love, honestly, anything that's like active outside, like especially if it's active outside and competing with someone, that is my favorite thing to do. Like, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Playing basketball, um, like in the driveway, we played wiffle ball on the side of the house. We would go and play uh, sometimes four square. It just depends on what we wanted to play, but kind of like every single Saturday, every single Saturday, every single Sunday, even during the week, sometimes we'll come home and be like, Let's, let's play some basketball. Let's go do it. So I love, love, love that. Um, even my fiance and I, like, we'll play pickleball. Um, that was kind of a new thing that we picked up. Um, so it's a good thing, like, stay stay active. You get to kind of count that as, like, part of your workout for the day. But it's also, like, super, super fun. So um, we do that. And we do a lot of hiking, too. So we invested in a good pair of hiking boots. And, like, we, will, we have this little app. Um, it's called the All Trails app. Mm -hmm. you can download it and it'll tell you where hiking places are just around you which is neat and like people can review them and say hey like one we avoided because someone had reviewed it like a couple days before and they said it was super buggy and super like lots of flying bugs and i hate flying bugs But yeah, like, just anything that's like outside or like working out? Like, I really do love doing that. Like, that's kind of like my my like stress outlet. I feel better um, when I do that. Um, I you know I know like I know when I haven't like worked out or done something active that day. Like, I can feel it. Like, I don't feel well if I don't do that. So um, <clears throat> that that's what I do. I like doing that. Um, hanging out with family's great. I obviously a very tight knit family, so. You know i'll text sherry if like i've got a day off and i want to get lunch or something and she's like yeah let's do it so you usually find a time obviously pre-covid was a little easier than that but um than it is now but that's awesome um yeah i mean a lot i have
2: to i have to interject something because you kind of you kind of slow played it here but this is a genetic um, condition, but the, the competitive nature of our family, I, I know when my husband and I got married, um, one of the first interactions between Sam and Tyler was um, we had a, an, a, a family wiffle ball game at the park. And by family, I mean aunts, uncles, cousins, grandma, mm-hmm. everybody's out there playing wiffle ball. And my husband's up to bat and, and, and he, he makes kind of a, a little wimpy hit back to the pitcher, Sam, <laughs> yeah. who is like, I don't care if you're new to this family or not. Dude, you are out. And she, you know, uh, impales uh, him with a wiffle ball. <laughs> because we have to win at yeah. every sport.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, even like, well, if we're not, you know, if the weather's bad and we're not outside, like, we'll be playing card games and those get intense. <laughs> oh, and in we're very competitive. I think my dad always says he he'll get like he he has like a, like in his job like he'll interview people and um yeah he, he'll ask he'll be like what do you think about the phrase like um it's not about if you win or lose it's how you play the game how do you feel about that and the you know obviously most people are like yes it is all about that like we like we together you know like something stupid and he's like nope. You're wrong. It's winning. Winning's the only reason. You-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's kind of funny, Sam, you probably don't know this, but you know your aunt and i kind of joke around that we have a lot of those things in common too and and certainly being that competitive um, being a coach and, and 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 an athlete myself too it was like yeah i i just think winning is kind of important most of the time yeah. <laughs> i have to, i have to really play that down sometimes and because i know that it's not politically correct and certain yeah places, uh, restaurants and movie theaters. It's probably not good to be competitive and find things to to jump in front of people in lines or whatever it might be. So I have to kind of moderate that a little bit in my own mind. But um, here's, I got to ask you guys this. You guys obviously know each other very well. Uh, What's something that our viewers may not know about Sherry? And and Sherry, you get your turn too. Tell us something about Sherry that most people probably wouldn't know.
2: Hang
1: on, I did not approve this. um. You get to to do the same. Oh man!
0: Gosh, there are like so many things. I got to decide which one's the best one to tell. Oh Oh, man, I
1: I've got I've got two. Can I do two? Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. There's the competition, model right there. <laughs> yeah. Now you know my
2: mind, I'm going, to, okay, I had to, I got to, I to get a second one. <laughs>
0: so, okay. One thing that people didn't know, and honestly, well, I would say the people that were we were with didn't know, but... Um, one time I really wanted to get my ears pierced. I wanted to get my like ears pierced and Sherry went with me as like and signed with, like my mom to do that. <laughs> At the time because not only am I very competitive but I'm very much a rule follower so like that had me oh, like I <laughs> That's awesome. Good. Um but we also kind of shared um a parenting of a dog. Um her name was Ruby. She was a <laughs> world the best dog in the world she's a black pug i ha- my parents got her and um, i was younger i was like i guess i would be about oh, so Old as Tyler. I was about seven, six or seven, and Tyler was like one, two, three-ish. Um, was my brother, and my parents came home with this tiny little pug named Ruby. Oh my god, she was the best. Um, and then my brother started to have really bad allergies to Ruby, and um, we needed to find a home for her, but I could I like I couldn't even imagine getting rid of Ruby. Like I was beside myself that Ruby needed to find a new home because like Ruby was like my dog and my in my thoughts. So, um, luckily my aunt Sherry kind of stepped in and you know, made everything better. She said, I will take Ruby and Ruby, you know, Ruby's your dog, but she's going to live at my house now. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Let's do that. I like that plan. And so she took on Ruby and Ruby lived a great life. Um, and every time, you know, that was so special, like going over to her house, got to, you know, be with Sherry, but also got to be with Ruby. And it was just like the best. That's horrible. Yeah
1: you didn't even throw her under the bus at all that was I true. know i know, I, know. I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know i'd say
0: uh, sherry has like the best like sense of humor and sense of like <laughs> humor like bath where are sherry's like forte that she finds it hilarious my fiance does not find it funny. He does not like bathroom humor. He doesn't like that. He does not like poop jokes, poop jokes, whatever, are funny. And I think they're hilarious probably because of Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> at each other, Michael's like, that is where you get your disgusting humor.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've picked up on that a little bit over time too. <laughs> All right, Sherry, what's one thing that most folks don't know about Sam, that you could share. Well, I'll try to be nice, also. But uh, <laughs> she's I saying you- she has to try to be nice. By the yeah, way,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say that Sam does. She's she's really set up for a second career. So from a a very. Um, Tender age, she she could definitely impersonate Shania Twain, and she can sing. I, I mean, any man of mine.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> we may have to have her back on the show later and have her sing. No, <laughs> I, think,
0: I think so. <laughs> it
1: was when I was
0: like two, but three. <laughs> it's become less cute over time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's pretty darn um, good.
0: I think I'm like Shania. I think I had like a vocal cord issue. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but, you know, Sam is the first niece. And so, and because, because of the way, you know, there's there's six kids in my family and, and her brother or her dad is my brother. And so because of that, you know, my our age difference is, um, is such that It was just the perfect relationship of aunt niece, and so I could be like the cool aunt. You know, I didn't have to be like, like an adult where I have to like, you know, follow any rules. So yes, I definitely signed for her to get a piercing. I'm so thankful she didn't want a tattoo because I probably (laughs) would have gone for it. Oh my gosh! So we have a very special relationship, and I could go. I could go. I could just tell you all kinds of funny things about Sam, but I'll just be, uh, I'll just say
1: hands down, one of the coolest people. That's pretty cool. That's special. Sam is uh, any other things that you'd like to dig into before we Call it a day because I, I I will say this maybe sometime down the road after you get settled into your new position we could have you back on and kind of give yeah. us an update of yeah. what's new and how things are going in your career and I, I'm sure people will love to see you back on I, you, you you're pretty entertaining yeah. I mean in a good in a very in a very good way in a very good way oh, <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah I don't know um I know Sherry reached out whenever I had just done a really cool challenge I kind of back to like Um, when I like being super competitive, like had to finish this, but if people are looking for like a really cool, um, like workout kind of mental toughness challenge, um, I just did this thing called 75 hard. Um, it was 75 days. Um, it's, you have to drink a gallon of water. You have to work out twice a day. One is supposed to be outside, maintain a diet or maintain, um, some sort of a, Something with a diet it doesn't have to be anything specific, but some kind of diet, including no cheat meals, no alcohol, no um kind of bad foods, anything you would if you had to second guess it's probably can't eat it. Um read ten pages of a nonfiction book every day, um and um take a like a selfie um kind of progress picture every single day. Um and I had just finished it about I guess it was like a week ago, maybe a little more than a week ago, and it was awesome. So if anyone is looking for that, if um, <clears throat> you just Google seventy five hard, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's definitely hard. It's not easy.
1: What um, was the toughest part about that? By the way, Sam.
0: Um, I don't know. I'd say, I like as healthy as I am. I love I love beer, and so I. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Um, the <laughs> hardest thing, um, so like to fit into workouts, um, like I need to get up in the morning and work out before work. And when I work these long twelve-hour shifts, it's so hard to get motivated to get up in the morning. But like every time you do it, it's so worth it. And I have to remember the last time I did it that it was so worth it, and I felt so good in the morning after doing it. But every time in the morning, I, my alarm goes off, and I'm like, nope. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do that. Like, that is was so hard to get out of bed to do that. Like oh, I could just sleep one more hour and then just get up and go to work. Or I could get up now, get my workout done and not stress myself out after work to get that done. So that was that was pretty hard for me. My fiance did it, too. And he's a morning person. So he would get up and work out and it was no complaints. But for me, I was like, oh,
2: I don't want to get up. So i don't know if you guys can see this or not and i was going to try to share my screen but i i am challenged so i'm going to just show you if you can see it on my my phone but oh, yeah this, this is sam's um before and after selfies and it, you know she looked pretty darn great in the first picture but mm-hmm. um i would just say too as a comment to that 75 hard program i i felt kind of challenged myself to maybe give that a try. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: one thing I think that we forget about in wellness and health is the mental aspect of it. And um, whether it's from a, you know, spiritual, mental health, a financial health, um, those are all aspects of health and wellness too. And so that was one of the cool things I felt like about but what you told me about 75 hard is you know yes we we hope to have the the most in tune in shape type bodies but if we if we don't have it going on up here too um, it makes it really tough to 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 do the rest of it and it's and it's equally important to to be health you know to have good health mentally speaking as well yeah i agree that's fantastic
1: yeah good information do you think that you'll be able to take some of those components more into a daily routine now that you incorporated them for 75 days yes, absolutely
0: um michael and i have made it a made it a point to um kind of make healthier food choices um i think it'll be easier to when we're together like when we were doing kind of long distance stuff like we would get together and every time we're together it's a party we go and we have food we drink we eat, we do whatever because we maybe I'm not going to see him for a week after this. So it's going to be a little easier when we're together and have kind of like a more of a routine thing, but making healthier choices is something that we've like already adapted that. Like it does, like I, it doesn't even sound good sometimes to eat some of the stuff we see. And when I do, I just feel terrible. So, um, uh, making healthier food choices for sure. Working out every day is a must. Like I said, like I really know, like after um, this was over, I took like a couple of days to just kind of rest and like not work out at all. And I was like, I can't, like I can't get back to it fast enough. Like I don't feel well not doing something like that. Um, and then the reading thing, like I was, I've never been like a really avid reader, um, have never I think it's maybe just about, like, I haven't found books that I was excited about, um, but through this, they want you to do a nonfiction book. So just, like, doing, using that to learn, um, to um, kind of just, like, I don't know, inspire me. Like, some of these books, they, they really did. They just, like, lit a fire under me. Like, I was reading those, like, and doing the challenge at the same time just made me excited, made me, like, really motivated um, to you know, do all the things that I wanna do. So um, the reading thing, we're going to make that a point and we're, we've already, you know, we've kept going on that, so.
1: I absolutely <laughs> love it. I think that, um, you know, Sherry, you sort of touched on it too, but is adding all of those elements into our, our plan and our protocol is so, so important. Um, and and just engaging, taking, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe, maybe it is only reading five or 10 pages a day, but to, to start that initiative and, you know, developing that that habit that that's just part of who you are that's part of your dna is so so important so uh sherry why don't you do something and kind of take us to the close and tell us anything that's happening in regards to the cwc um in the programming or anything else and uh, then we'll kind of call a close for today
2: um you know we just continue to build on our wellness services and um, certainly, when you think of a clinic, you always think about treatment and um, maybe illness or injury, and um, and certainly we continue to provide those services in the best um, COVID safe way that we possibly can, which um, right now is is that we just ask that you call ahead so that we can make sure that we are um using our space wisely and distancing and and so on. And and we can be prepared for you um, to come visit us. But I really would encourage everybody to check out. We we have a new website, that we started a few months back and um it, and under, i know you're gonna find this hard to believe but it's consigliowellnesscenter.com. so pretty much our name um but check that out for our other wellness services i mean um and certainly you'll probably hit this too mike but our fitness classes uh that we have going on at the aquatic center um other classes that we're offering to help educate people on on ideas of wellness um and, and you know all of our services are listed on there, but we certainly want to offer to our member districts the, the best holistic care that we possibly can. And so um, so in effort to do so, we've really grown our wellness program and, and services. So um, I think there's probably something for everybody, so check that out.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I would encourage people to check out our, our website, um, and certainly look on facebook we have a facebook page as well as a facebook group so if you're interested and you'd like to join our group certainly apply for that we'd love to have you guys join in on it we try to provide some updated information about what's going on in the wellness side of things along with the clinical side at the cwc so a lot of information is made available um and and Sam, for you, it was it was such a treat to get to see you and meet you on. Even though it is virtual, uh, hopefully someday we'll get a chance to cross paths, and um, we'd love to have you back on the show sometime soon.
0: I appreciate it. It's been fun.
1: Al, if uh, we'll uh, we'll call it a day. So uh, we look forward to it, and hopefully uh, we'll see some people at the uh, the presentation. By the way, I, I forgot to mention that tonight at the, uh, <laughs> if anybody wants to join us, uh, we have a Ditch the Diet presentation at uh, the, the Wellness, or I'm sorry, not the Wellness Center, but the Aquatic Center, uh, Blue Spring South Aquatic Center at seven o'clock tonight. That would be Wednesday. So uh, if you would like to join us, this is the second of a three-part series. So we'd love to have you come by and join us for that. But uh, if there's nothing else, then uh, I'll sign off for both Sam and Sherry. You guys have a great day and we'll be talking soon.